Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Pure Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And we're on episode 134. 134 live in the house. Uh, we see we already got a few people in the chat. What's up? What's up, Melissa? Uh, super excited to see you guys here. Um, we'll probably give, you know, just a, a couple of moments to see if some more people will trickle in before we really get started with the meat of this content. Hey, but before we do that, though, it gives me a perfect time to do some commentary. All Can right. I do some commentary? Sure. I mean, this, is, right. this is this is your show, man. So, no, you and I, you, it's our show. <laughs> it's our show. So, you and I talked about when we were planning, like, doing these lives, we had said something to the effect of, like, hey, we want to make sure our content's relevant. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, even if you're listening to this, this could be the year 2023 and you're listening to this, we want you to still tune in. Even though the title of this episode might be live during the pandemic or whatever it's called, a lot of what we talk about is going to be relevant to reselling t- still then, yeah. right? Till then, still then. It still will be relevant then. Yeah. Oh, we, there we you go. So. Thank you. Uh, English. And, and things will always change. I mean, things are going to gonna change anyway. Like the, there's going to, we're always going to be adapting and changing. We're hoping to bring some principles that you can use, whether it's good times economically, bad times, uncertain times, whatever it is. Uh, we want to make sure that we've got stuff here that, that is going to be beneficial and useful for you. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of people coming in. Uh, super excited wow, to see you guys here. a lot of here. people. Hey, let's, yeah. let's, let's give a quick shout out to some of the people. Michael Castaneda, how are you? Harry Tornado, going on? If you haven't had our interview with him, uh, that was our previous episode, episode 133. So check it out. It was legit. What's going on, John Carlson? So quick, ship quick. The wrench is in the house. How are you guys doing? Uh, good friends. Marco, how are you? Endorphin Seeker, Nashville Flippers. Got a lot of people. Diane Dodds is here. Uh, appreciate <laughs> what, what is. What are, what are you doing my, here? Uh, my my oh. beard is really coming in. It is. Look, Mike doesn't even have to work at his beard. Like I have to. Well, we don't need to talk about mine. <laughs> mine mine has gotten out of control lately. Hey, what's going on, Nicole Fernando Lopez? How are you, Pearl Solo Flipper from Idaho? How, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, so we got a jam packed episode. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of stuff going on. We here. got a lot going on, and and again, I want to reiterate, if you're listening to this. And you're like, should I listen to this whole thing through? You should, because this is not just about what's going on now. This is stuff that can help you out later, right? So right. hopefully that helps. Uh, but uh, what's been going on with you? Man, you know, um, I've actually, a couple of things, oh, lots of things. Uh, one. Um, Such a loaded question we, these days. We, we, tried to, we tried to have a little bit more social distancing uh, if possible. I have a head cold. It's just a cold, I think, pretty sure, right? Yeah. Um, so I cough, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do the, the vampire cough off uh, off the mic so you don't have to hear that uh but anyways uh so been dealing with that but i've been busier than i expected i was going to be right so i've got still i'm teaching right so uh and there's a lot of changes in the teaching world right now and, and many of you guys have kids that are home right now and, and you're kind of helping with the basically being a homeschool teacher while you know curriculum just being everybody instantly who has kids became a homeschool teacher yeah, yeah think I, about that just like that because yeah teachers might set up lesson plans and do zooms but they're not doing the, all the work yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a different kind. I of mean, work. unless you're Mike, who's like the best teacher in the world. Yeah. Well, but maybe. But I know. Uh, I know. Even for myself, I'm just I'm teaching that one class, and I'm just unloading work on kids, and I'm like, okay, all right. Hopefully, yeah, you guys do okay. Yeah. So I mean, so I've been busy with teaching, and you know, uh, my district has been great, trying to kind of figure out what the best way of 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 dealing with this pandemic is, and and this this is new for everyone, right? Think about the word we're using the word pandemic as part of our everyday language now. I know, it's crazy, but um, so. You know, just trying to kind of figure out like how to get through that, which has been interesting. Um, even like, I mean, everything's different, right? Like nobody's sourcing the same way they were sourcing before. Maybe some people are. Uh, so sourcing looks different. Um, you know, 
even even gatherings, right? Like gathering with friends, like Orlando is like the only person who's not immediate family that I actually like get within a few feet. You'll of. let me get close. Yeah. This is close. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Uh so so that's been kind of interesting. I mean, even church, right? Like I've been I've been helping film for my church services. Um, you know, luckily I have those skills that I can help with that. But I mean, just the world looks so different now. Um, but the nice thing is I've still got eBay sales coming in, right? And the things that I anticipated selling, things like DVDs, things like board games, puzzles, um, you know, the, kind of those types of things are starting to sell right now. And for obvious reasons. So uh, it's been pretty good. What about you? It's so wild. Can I do another diatribe? I want to do one more diatribe. Sure. Is that okay? All right. So, hey, so I, I shared this in the IG story before we went live. But I, those of you that are listening, some of you are kind of like in this the interesting place right now, right? We all are, right? Because we don't know how long this is going to go. Uh, but years ago, when I was in major debt, one of the things that helped me was Dave Ramsey has this thing called the four walls. Can I get four on the camera? All right. So the four walls. So the four walls okay, are when things are bad, right? When you don't know what to do with your finances, these four walls should help you. Maybe it'll help a lot of you. Again, this is not my ideas, but it helped me a ton. And I know some of you that listen to us are huge. Dave Ramsey, we use envelopes kind of people. And, uh, and so, you know, the very first thing is make sure all your utilities, not your utilities, sorry. Yeah. All your utilities are paid, right? Utilities check, check. Right. And then after that is make sure, uh, no, no, not utilities. See, I'm messing this up. Oh man. I should just, right. okay. Start over four walls, Go. Four, four walls. And number one, food, make sure you have all the food you need. So it's kind of mm. interesting. Three weeks ago, when things really started getting intense, I just didn't know what, what to do. Like, I was like, okay. What if my sales tank or what if, you know, I run out of capital? What if I don't have inventory? And automatically I was thinking like, I need to source more. I need to do this. But then I went to these four walls. Right. And so the very first thing was to make sure I had food. Okay. And so I stocked up on food. Luckily, I haven't had to go shopping. Have you done any shopping lately for food or anything? Yeah, a little bit here and there. Yeah, but it's still it's intense when you go out. Right. There's lines, a lot of people. So food. Then after food, it's utilities. Make sure you can pay all your utilities. Right. Because you don't want to create a sense of panic, right? When you can't pay the power bill or you can't, you know, pay for water or you can't and then so on, right? Now, if it's cable and so on, you know, some of those things you can do without. I would say internet's not one you can do without yeah, anymore. Yeah, internet now. I mean, even in the education world, we kind of look at internet as like almost a basic human need given our, our current climate, which is pretty intense. So and then after that, shelter, right? And so, you know, it depends what state you're in. Like if you have the ability, there's a moratorium. Is that the right word? On, paying, on being evicted, right? Or you can work things, work things with your landlord. Those of you who have been in a place for a long time, like I remember back in 08, 09, I had a situation with my landlord and I've been there for 10 years now. And I was able to call him and say, hey, listen, I'm on tough times. Things are kind of interesting. And I was able to work something out. So don't be scared. Hey, maybe you could read Never Split the Difference, <laughs> right? And uh, by uh, Chris Voss. And maybe that'll help you negotiate uh, you know, a better deal uh, for your rent or your mortgage, whatever else is going on. And then last of all, so you had food, utilities, shelter, and then transportation. Find a way for you to be able to get somewhere. Right. And the fifth wall is... Um international first class, simple export instead of uh, global shipping program right. by John Carlson. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we wanted to shout out John Carlson. Thank you so much for the super chat. 999. Yeah. Even though I still choose to stay with eBay global shipping because he always wants me to go international. I mean, I feel like with the super chat, you got to at least give it a shot. You know, it, one time. Take a 999 risk. Yeah. I mean, there you go. go for it. Hey, thanks so much, John. Really appreciate your support. So again, food, utilities, shelter, transportation, and then everything else after that, right? 
And now if you have all those things in place, again, we're not financial kind of people, right? But, you know, you can start thinking about raising your capital, keeping that cash, investing in the stock market right now, and then just riding this roller coaster of the stock market. Yeah. Like yeah. today was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, just never panic. That's the key is if you're making wise choices, especially when it comes to things like stock, you buy stock when it's at a value and don't panic if people are selling off. Um, you know, think long term. I guess that's my my uh, my advice there. Uh, so we have Nashville Flippers asked uh, and said they just bought Munchkin the game. And is it any good? Uh, yeah, Munchkin is great. Munchkin is I've a great game. What is it? Oh, you've never played Munchkin? No, never. never. I've got several editions of it. I'll have to I have to have you play some. Okay. It's it's a you need at least three players though. So some games you could do pretty good two players or or uh, Munchkin. You definitely need three. But man, it is it's a hilarious game. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, if you've never picked up some of these board games, now's the time. If you're at home with some family members, you know, uh, I know some uh, some eBay sellers who uh, sell board games. So pick up some copies of some fun games. Yeah. And here, here's the interesting thing right now. And that's one of the updates I was going to talk about was that right now it's kind of like Q4 in a weird way, right? Because if you're looking for certain items online, they're sold out. They're sold out at Target, sold out at Walmart, sold out at other stores, anywhere from board games to puzzles to plush. So if you're finding a way to source those items, that's definitely a bolo right now. And you know, we've talked about some video game things that yeah. right now, like if you have video games, if you have a video game death pile, if there's ever a time to list it, it's right now. Yeah. Especially consoles. Consoles are big right now. People who, I mean, let's be honest. Um, and, and as resellers, you're going to probably experience this, uh, especially with the stimulus coming in that that a lot of people are going to be receiving. Uh, people. People are going to spend that money on things that they've always wanted, especially because they're stuck. And we know right now things like video games, it's like, oh, I've got some extra money. I got an extra $1,200. I've always wanted a new Xbox or I always wanted, hey, I, the old Super Nintendo, like it'd be so cool to get one. So if you've got those, you haven't listed them yet. Now might be the time because people are going to get this money that they're going to all of a sudden start spending because that's kind of the point of it is to stimulate the economy. And <laughs> they know that that's the idea. People, I hope so. some people are going to spend it for, for, you know, very wise things. And some people are just going to go buy things and maybe they're in a place where they can. Uh, but the nice thing is, you know, you're a business too, and you need that money coming in. Correct. So make sure you've got those things listed. Hey, can we go up a little bit? There's a comment. So quick, show quick, put in there. I thought that was, that was really good and powerful. That one right there. So, you know, along with the four wall, again, we're not financial people, but I want to help you guys out because well, here's the thing. When we panic, we make bad decisions, right? Staying calm and say calm and carry on, whatever is the best way to do it. So they had mentioned we went from paying off debt to understand that for now, we just pay the minimum, minimum, 100%, 100%. Again, and we don't know how long this is going to be, right? So you want to keep that cash to be able to consistently pay your bills, be able to keep your shelter, be able to keep your transportation, and most importantly, have food on the table. Yeah, one caveat to that, I would say maybe um, at least my wife and I are thinking we're unfortunately stuck with a ton of student loan debt and you know some people uh, some people have been lucky enough and maybe were smarter with going through schooling i went through schooling in a way where i did it really fast on a program that allowed me to work full time so i took out the student loans and you know it, it's it's a pain to pay those back now with no interest on student loans right now if you've got student loans now might federal be the time, student loans federal, yeah okay. uh, now might be the time to continue paying what you're already paying and not go down to the minimum and i think they're even saying like a 6 month window of, of no no penalty if you don't pay um, just because if you can knock off some principal now, it'll pay tons in the long run. You pay $1,000 now, that might be a $5,000 difference on the length of the loan because of the interest that will accrue over time. So just one caveat with the maybe not um, paying minimum on certain things. All right. Hey, if you have any questions, let us know. I mean, this is an interactive show, but we're also running like a regular update episode. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you know what's interesting about my update? 
I feel like I'm sourcing in my own house. Like I'm finding stuff that I, I've totally forgot. I, no, I, death piles or are you like looking through like your closet? No, no, no. Like, no. Oh, th this doesn't fit anymore. No, my closet, I am so like bare minimum. I probably have the same pair of clothes I've had for like the five last five, 10 years. Yeah, that's one bummer about being on the podcast is uh, I always think like, did I wear this shirt? I mean, it's been a week since we recorded and I can't remember what did I wear last last Wednesday when I recorded. Right. So, yeah. But it's funny because you never know what you have. Like I'm going through and I'm like, oh, this is money. Oh, this is money. And think about it. I've been doing this for a week. So I've estimated I probably have another good two weeks. If I list, I probably have 500 more items I can list. Nice. That Nice, but scary. Yeah. To, to know that I source so much and I did nothing with those items. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that's... I mean. Again, this is this is a black swan event that 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 nobody could have prepared for. I think number, always the best bet would be to have everything listed because if all of those five hundred things had already been listed, maybe some of some of those things would have already sold. You would have had more capital. You could have bought more things before this happened. So you never know. But it is nice to to realize. Okay, if you do have a death pile, now is maybe the time to get one hundred percent caught up, and then maybe get on a, a a a system where you don't get a death pile anymore. That you can actually stay on top of whatever you source. You get listed that week. You know, this might be a reset button for a lot of resellers. 100%, 100%. Now, the other thing is, this is all I'm doing right now. Like, I, if there's ever a time that you got to hustle, it's right now. Like, we always talk about, like, always be listing, always be sending offers. But right now, because you want to catch every single deal that you can catch, right? Because I, I got to tell you, I've, I've converted so many sales lately just from sending offers that I haven't been able to before. So that's been kind of nice. Uh, and, you know, I, I probably am constantly checking my phone every hour on the hour just because right now we don't know when the sales now, now sales may slow down like next week. They may really like today things slow down, maybe made 90 bucks. Right. But in a couple, you know, a couple weeks, we don't know where things will be. So right now you want to stack that cash, make those sales now. Uh, and, you know, I, I've said this a lot, but and some people might disagree, but if you're full time, like I've always been a, a fan of, I said this a lot lately. If you have an uh, offer that's over 51%, just take it. Just take it. Right. It'll trigger the algorithm. It'll keep that cash flowing. And remember, if you've bought stuff at a thrift store or garage sale, you're still going to make a nice ROI. Yeah. As long as your pricing is right. Yeah. And, and maybe you got to be careful with that. Like I would say, um, there's probably some caveats if it's a really big ticket item. Uh, maybe it's worthwhile and you know you can get the full price. Don't take the 50%. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if it's something like, you know, you, you threw up some DVDs or you threw up a small collection of something or a shirt. Yeah, I mean, it might be worthwhile, especially if, I mean, who knows how the algorithm actually I mean, works, if you're so. part-time and you have a salary and you're getting paid, then you patience is still your game. But if you're full-time like me, man, I mean, obviously there's some items I'm not going to offload. Like I have one item right now that I have listed for 800. Somebody offered me 400. I'm not, well, I don't know. I might offload it, but... If you're full time, you got to stack that cash, right? Because we don't know, right? The, it's the unknown. Now, if things settle and the economy begins to, you know, we begin to open up the economy, if we can, that's a big if, huge if, then then maybe it's it's time to kind of counter. But right now, I'm pretty much not countering. So, and maybe some of you have uh, offered at my store and I've we've made a deal and I don't know about it. So anyways, that that's my my very strong advice. Uh, to everyone. And then eventually, you know, I'm looking to uh, source online. Uh, and it's, it, that's a one thing I would say, even now, I would say, try to spend every day learning different niches. 
niches or whatever you want to call it. So then later on, when it is time to source online, you already have that expertise. Yeah. I mean, even consider if you're going to spend four hours normally at, at a thrift store, spend two and a half hours learning, you know, some some niche or, or digging more into a niche that you're you're interested in and then try and find those things. I mean, we just did uh, recently, uh, I think we did it yesterday, a uh, episode with uh, eBay for Business. So it's going to be coming up in a week or two. Uh, we have a small little segment on there. And that was one of the things we talked about is sourcing on eBay. And one of the benefits of doing that right now is eBay's offering you know, a ton of new listings. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. But one of the nice things is a lot of people, a lot of new sellers, people who are maybe trying to make ends meet right now, are selling things off and a lot of people use auction. I mean, when I first started doing eBay, I, I did auction to start with because I didn't know any better. I thought that was the best way to go. And you can oftentimes get the best deals on auctions uh, because people put stuff up. If there's not a lot, high demand in that seven day period that they set the auction for or three day period they set the auction for, you might be able to source there and then turn around and maybe be a little bit more long tail, make the sale in a month or two and double or triple your money. Plus, it's already boxed if they box it nicely, you know, so that's yeah. good. And my other personal thoughts on that too, is I'm also stacking cash because I really believe when, when things get back to normal, we're going to have such an abundance of inventory. Think about all the donations that have not made it to the thrift store. Think about all the spring cleaning right now happening in houses that people are just, Hey, you know, it's by the time to clean out that garage or it's time to clean out that bedroom. Right. And then think about, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to find quick cash Right. So there's going to be deals to be made. So be wise. You know, I would say I right now I'm, you know, I get people offering me, uh, Hey, do you want to buy this out? Do you want to buy this out? But right now I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay top dollar on stuff because I just know that in a few weeks, there's going to be a lot of opportunity out there, unfortunately. All right. Somebody, let's see if there's any questions. Uh, somebody said, Hey, notice you hit the 2K item mark. I did. I have two. I have two thousand like twenty. No or ghost peppers. Well, here's the deal. I do got to make a little bit of confession here. I got to keep it real. <laughs> so when I said at the last episode, we pre-recorded that. Now my expectation was by the time that episode dropped, I was going to be at two K, and I wasn't at two K. Mm. But I'm going to ask for grace on this one because that's when everything got crazy. That's when everybody started hitting the stores. That's when things were running out, and so I dropped everything I could, and I spent the entire next day that I was going to be listing sourcing food for my family yeah so yeah, are we okay with that yeah yeah okay. i mean I think, are you guys I think okay fair. with that or you're like let orlando burn <laughs> so literally his mouth on fire <laughs> there you go fire. all right hey do you have any random stories yeah i got a cool one here so okay <clears throat> a couple of episodes ago um actually when we were doing our gary v reaction video uh i talked about you asked if i would have picked up that matchbox set right of all those matchbox cars. oh yeah the hot wheel cars. yeah, yeah. and oh, i was like matchbox i think there was matchbox yeah. um and I, I said yeah and i explained the reason why is i played this really uh kind of interesting tabletop game which is kind of cool because uh most tabletop games we talked about warhammer man it's a very expensive hobby to be in so again that's a good niche to look for um, if you can find the pieces for that, those are hobbies people will pay a ton, a ton, a ton of money for. Uh, but anyways, this game is cool because it actually uses Hot Wheels. And I know it sounds like nerdy. That that like Sorry, I, I'm not laughing at you. People are like saying, "Burn, baby, burn, eat the pepper." So, oh man, not yeah, right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, we're gonna use the excuse that ghost peppers are out of stock everywhere right now. Yeah, we tried to source ghost peppers, and they're just <laughs> flying off the shelf. They had like a limit of two per customer, and it's still it was just it was intense. Um, but anyway, so Joe. the nice thing with this game is uh, it's it's relatively inexpensive for the pieces and the rule book is, is relatively inexpensive. So I talked about it. I just threw that out there and it's a pretty obscure game. Like it's not, it's got a following, but it's kind of like a, 
like a small cult following that plays this game. It's not like a huge game like Warhammer. And one of our listeners actually reached out to us and sent me an email and said like, hey, like I know you play this game. I actually make custom Gaslands cars. That's pretty uh, I'd awesome. I'd love to send one to you, right? And so it was really cool. I actually got it today in the mail like as I was heading here. So I... I peaked already. Oh, you brought it. I'm gonna I'm gonna show it on air here. So um let me show it and then I'll I'll put this is legit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this in two ways here. I'm gonna show it's kind of cool. I like how he packaged it because he actually used the same package that he bought the car in. Oh, so that so that's a refurbished package. Yeah, yeah. So so here's what the car originally looked like. Okay, you can kind of see it. All right. So if you're listening to the podcast, jump on over on the YouTube to catch it. It's pretty legit. Yeah, so it's like a all right. And then here is it after. It's still in like the the blister oh, package. Oh, that is awesome! Now, look at that. Out. It's like a it, it, totally Mad Max, right? Like, look the the. <laughs> We're trying to work the angles here. Boom! So they like put like mesh, like a like a wire mesh on there. There's a gun coming out the window, busted out windows. It's like a cool paint job on it. So, anyways, he sent this to me. Uh, let me put up the information, uh, all of his information up because uh, it's just so cool. It's cool that he does this. He makes these, um, and, and he sent it to me. So I think it's really cool. So. Anyways, his Instagram is Trey Gibson 76 and his eBay store is Gibson 87. Uh, so if you're interested in playing Gaslands, um, he makes these amazing cars and sells them. Uh, and it's a really fun game. So that's that my is, random story. That, I got to tell like, you, that, that's great. Like, uh, like we went to the, uh, the reseller meetup last year, right? And somebody got you a cool Mountain Dew hat. Which that is was, like, true. That is cool. true. Um, and, and, and this is the first time, you know, somebody like sent me something. Super cool like that. So I'm I I really appreciate it. Thank you, Trey. Um, and, and he had a really cool story too, like how he got into this and um how he started sourcing them and, and everything. So check out his Instagram. Uh, it's really cool. Check out his, his eBay store. Uh, and now's the time for board games. You might end up finding that you're a Gaslands uh, fanatic, like I am. It's a really fun game. So, anyways, that's my random story. Just because it was really cool to, to. I mean, who'd have thought that one of our listeners not only played Gasland but actually makes custom Gasland cars? So that, it's just no, really, that, really that really is cool. awesome. That is awesome. All right, so mine aren't mine isn't as uplifting and exciting as yours. So I've I've shared this on Instagram a lot. So there's a lot going on with people not knowing what to do with their money. So I've been getting all kinds of somebody will buy something and then they'll ask to cancel right away. Right. So or they'll go to PayPal and they'll say it was an unauthorized transaction. Mm -hmm. Or they'll ask for a return and they won't put that it didn't fit or that they want their money back. They'll put like like, you know inauthentic like that was the latest one like i sold this pair of a uh, christian louis vuitton louis vuitton not louis vuitton louis vuitton uh heels you know those heels that have the red soles and they're kind of money you know and yeah i got it was not authentic i'm like what what is going like i'm getting a lot of these the other one was a pair of beats headphones that i sold for 250 dollars, and they said it's an unauthorized transaction now luckily paypal sided with me Right. And this is what I'll say with all of these. And, and those of you that may be dealing with this, number one is make sure that everything, you know, you dot all your I's and you cross all your T's. Right. It, I would say double check even more now because I do find that now is, you know, money's becoming tight with, with people and that people are going to have, re, you know, buyer's remorse. I think we're going to get a lot more buyer's remorse. And luckily, this is why I love eBay over Amazon is that we have an opportunity to kind of counter things a little bit, right? We could do a partial refund if it's a new inbox item that comes back and it's not new anymore. Or if, you know, somebody is saying that it's not real, like we're not going to get an IP claim, right? And so be aware of that. And also make sure that you understand that whenever somebody says something is not authentic, 
don't get in an argument with him. That's always, I, I remember when I first started reselling, I would say, no, it's real. I wouldn't sell fake that. And like, don't even bother with that. Just email back, message back and just say, I'm sorry, the item didn't meet your expectations. You're welcome to return it for a full refund. And that's it. Right. Because anytime you try to get in an argument, it's like anybody that already knows they're right. Like they don't need to argue with you. Right. And who, no one's going to go like, I sell fake stuff. Right. Don't you love that question? Yeah. Like, are these real? Like, of course they're real. Like, why would I? Anyways. So I'm just trying to give you guys tips. Like, understand, like, this is, this is where we're going to be. And so make sure if you're new to reselling, your tracking's always uploaded. Always buy your labels through eBay or pirate ship. Always make sure that your pictures, if you can't get all the flaws, maybe you do a video or maybe you just say cosmetic wear throughout. Please check out all the pictures, right? If you get an electronic item, make sure you test it. Make sure you get a picture of it working and understand the person might get it. And one of their excuses might be like, hey, this doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's good. Uh, and speaking of, I, I just got two things. I'm going to jump in really yeah. quick. Um, one has to do with the like fighting that type of like return refund type yeah. thing. Uh, the other one though is it's almost 630. And I know for a fact that my son Judah, who's two and a half years old, is watching this right now on his mom's phone. Oh uh, and so he's going to be going to bed at 630. So I wanted to say, Daddy loves you, Judah. Have a good night. Good night. Be good for mama. I love you. Good night, Judah. Good night, Judah. So, uh, so that's, that was <laughs> one thing. Uh, and then the other thing um, is, so I was supposed to go to Uganda, right? And um, man, the airlines like trying to fight to get your tickets refunded. It's been crazy. So we bought through a third party uh, for that that trip, and we are still in like this this battle with this third party agency that we bought the tickets from um, to to get the money back. So originally, we're talking these tickets were like twelve hundred dollars a piece. Um, they finally told us that they were going to give us a three hundred dollar fee is what Delta was going to charge in order to, to to refund us because Delta canceled the flights. And so um, we said, okay, do that. And then once we ended up getting the the, the agreement that they sent us after they canceled our tickets, was going to be like almost nine hundred dollars per ticket. So we were only mm. going to make like four hundred dollars, like just almost four hundred dollars per ticket back on our refund. And they were like, sorry, these are other fees. And we're like, well, we didn't agree to this. So we are still in a battle with them over that. So man, like there's there's a lot of craziness going on right now. I'm hoping that gets worked out because, oh. So yeah, it would be nice if they were just like, yeah, no big deal. PayPal, I could just, I mean, I almost wish I could do that. Just like do it as like a credit card, like, you know, like a lot of our customers do when we sell them, you know, legit stuff and they, they you know, make false claims. But it's like, oh, I just hope this company does the right thing. Man, crazy times, right? Wow. Somebody says, Andy Someda says, I was supposed to go to the Olympics in Japan for my birthday. Can't ask for a refund until a week prior, supposedly. Wow. I'm sorry about that. Oh. Now, luckily, that, that's something that's, that'll be postponed and won't be canceled. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we'll get to say happy birthday later on. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that's sad. Thanks for sharing that, Andy. All right. Hey, the other thing I want to talk about was, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it's not a random story, but <laughs> I'm even more grateful for recently now than I've ever been before. And this is why. So uh, luckily, a lot of you that are on the live right now, like you, right now you're getting a steady paycheck, right? Maybe you're at a job that it's essential. Right? Like you have to work, right? Whether it be... And it's interesting what's essential, right? In our town, the smoke shop is essential, right? But I don't know if that's essential, right? But, you know, if you're in a place where, you know, it's, it's either a hospital or a school or, you know, a grocery store, like you have that job. But just like anything else reselling is something that 
you can still make it happen. Now, the market may have slowed down, right? But I, I have this very strong encouragement that if you just crank it up more, you can still make those sales happen, right? The key thing is having items that people want, right? But the other thing is keeping active. And I got to tell you, I, I haven't felt like I'm at a loss. Like, what am I going to do? I feel that there's always a way to make things happen. So there's always a way to source things. And I got to say, and I've said this so many times, be on social media. Like I know there's a lot of negativity, but I've been able to connect with so many sellers, get ideas on like, you know, okay, how are you listing things? How, how are you making these deals happen? Maybe, you know, you might get in a group where people are try, trying to share and say, hey, you know what? I've been able to find these and these have been selling well. So here's an encouragement. Make sure you're connected with others. If there's ever a time, right, for us now, right? Social, was social distancing even a word before like three weeks ago? Um, is that even in the lexicon? Is that in the I, Oxford I, I'm, Dictionary? I'm sure you could find examples of it being used, but definitely not used frequently in our day-to-day -day conversations. Yeah. So sure. if there's ever a time, now is the time to get on social. I'm serious. And hey, now is the time to learn. There's so much content. And so we want to thank you all, you guys, for tuning in to Pure Hustle Podcast. We know yeah. there's other competitors you could have chosen today, but, 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 but you chose to fly with... I mean... You chose to listen to Pure Hustle Podcast. You ever caught that on Southwest? You do that every time. Like, There's many airlines you could have flown with, but you chose to fly with us. Thank you for flying with Southwest. That wasn't funny. It was, it was, it was funny. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm sure there's like... This is why I'm I sure there's like a bunch of people who are listening right now who are laughing I'm sure. a lot. All, all 39 of them were like, ha ha, Orlando, that was so yeah. good. Anyways, all right. Hey, so let's talk about... Do you have any other stories you want to talk about? Nope. All right. Hey, if you have any questions, this is the interactive podcast and YouTube. So we're willing to answer questions, talk about things, and we're just recording the podcast like normal. But it is an update episode. So it is time for some reseller topics. Whoa. Breaking news. Wow. You got like a little scrolling this, thing on the this bottom. This just in. From Pure Hustle Podcast. Coming out of the bunker. We've got the news you need in order to stay safe oh, out of the streets. Out of the streets. I feel like we're leveling up this episode, <laughs> these episodes every single time. Yeah. Hey, back from burnout. Thank you so much. As always, love listening to you guys. It means a lot. It really does. And we love doing these podcasts. All right. So many of you already know this, but we thought we'd share because you know, you don't know these things unless like you check like your message inbox or unless you check your email. But eBay right now has offered 50,000 fixed price listings for free if you have an eBay store. Again, if you have an eBay store for March and for April, right? And that's a big deal. Like that's going to save me probably, I want to say $400. Okay. Cause you're, you're not, you're, you're still paying for some listings then, right? Correct. Now, yeah. Or? Cause by the 20th, it already, it starts charging me. Okay. Like all the 10 cent yeah. surgeon fees start hitting. It's, it's really weird when you're in that in between like two stores, you know what I mean? That you have to kind of figure out when, when's the best time to like move up. Is it financially wise? Here's my, here are my two thoughts on the free listings. Okay. okay. Thought number one, I think this is going to be a good opportunity uh, to sourcing on eBay. Cause I think it's going to draw people to start listing a bunch of stuff. Like I said, people are going to put things on auction. You're going to be able to source things for for cheaper than you would otherwise, right? So I think that's a good good possibility for sourcing on eBay. Uh, the other thing, though, is like let's let's be honest, let's be realistic here. Fifty thousand, like let's say you could list fifty thousand items 
this month or in the next two months and keep them up. And let's say 10% of them sell. That'd be amazing, right? The moment that those free listings have expired as being free, you will now be charged for those listings. They're not like free forever. The length of it's free for 30 days and then free for 30 days. And then once it's so like, you got to be careful. Like you can't just like list a whole bunch of stuff that might may or may not sell thinking that these are free listings because eventually you're going to have to pay for those listings. True. True. So that's the cautious side now. And I, I, Oh wait, we got a super chat. What? what? Hey, th- thanks so much. Chris Gatwood says, thanks yeah. for all the hard work and real talk. Dollar 99 super yeah. chat. Appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We got to keep it real. I mean, it's funny because right now, like if there's ever a time we have to be real, it's now. Right. I mean, we've never sold a dream, but we can't sell a dream right now. Like, hey, you want that Lambo right now? Like people are. No, it's, it's you can't. Right yeah. now it's like, hey, you want to put uh, gas in the Honda Pilot? Go for it. Like anyways, <laughs> gas is cheap, by the way. Yeah. Like super yeah. cheap. Even in Cali, it's like it's not under two dollars yet. It's supply and demand, right? Like it's it's the 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 beautiful law of free market that we love so much. And right now there is supply, but there's no demand or very low demand, right? I haven't so, put gas in my car in two weeks. It's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, she's not driving as much. Yeah, now. not going anywhere. Yep. All right. But the other side I want to share with this is like, hey, real quick, I, I gotta address Blackberry Thistle T says, I love it when Orlando gets tickled. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that one, but hey, I guess, you know, I, I, I like laughing. It's, I have a good time. So some people call me Jolly sometimes. So, you know, maybe the beard. Jolly Orlando. Jolly Orlando. All right. Hey, so the optimist of all this. Now, there is a cautionary tale, right? But here's the thing. What if you went on this huge, like you listed not 50K, but let's say over this time that we're all in shelter in place, you listed 500 to 1,000 items. And then things begin to get better, right? You are going to be in such a better place financially. Like, listen, more items means more sales, right? For for the most part. I mean, you could have a bunch of junk that you list and maybe that's not the case. So you got to be wise about what you list. And again, know that comps. Here's the thing. I've been talking about comps, that comps aren't reliable. I don't know. I'm kind of half and half about that because like you, me and you have both, you and I have both noticed like we're still selling stuff that we're like, why, why are we selling this? Like somebody just dropped all this money on this, this, you know, shirt, this Harley shirt. Like, are they going to go cruising in it? Like, I don't know, but Hey, people are still buying stuff, you know? So anyways, be aware of that now here's the thing. Here's what I, there's the one thing I don't understand with eBay. You have to activate the offer. That's always a weird one for me. So the notice was sent out. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. So Orlando and I are always looking out for tools and programs that can be used in our own reselling to help improve our sales uh, and things that we can share with the community in order to help others. Uh, And we've been lucky enough to partner with two companies here at the same time uh, that we think do just that. So it's kind of interesting because both of these companies are competition. So, uh, you know, but this is a good thing that we're advertising both, I feel, because we are really, really big on letting you make decisions and not saying like, this is the way you should do things because you know, you know, what's best for your model of selling and what you need to be doing. Uh, so we've been able to partner with list perfectly and Vindu. And both of these are programs that can be used to cross list postings on multiple platforms. This is great because we always talk about the importance of being on multiple platforms and not putting all of your eggs into one basket. But one of the barriers to that is 
the time issue. And the nice thing with List Perfectly and Vindu is it allows you to make one listing that then gets cross-posted to multiple platforms. So you're not having to post things multiple places and spend that time. And in this case, that time saved is money you're making. So both of these companies have a special offer for our listeners if you were to sign up. Um, you need to sign up using the affiliate links that we have in our descriptions or show descriptions in order to get the uh, promotional codes. Uh, so first of all is List Perfectly. They're giving 30% off your first month, which is amazing. And they've got some incredible things that they they offer. So uh, for instance, your postings go to eBay, they go to Mercari, Depop, Grail, Etsy, Poshmark. There's just so many. You got to check it out. There's almost too many to list here. Um, and so if you sign up, you get 30% off, but you have to use our... our link and then use the code LP30. And then the other one is Vindu. Vindu is very similar. Uh, you're going to get 25% off your first month if you use our affiliate link. You don't have to use a promo code. Just click on the link in the description. Uh, and your your listings are going to go to eBay. They're going to go to Etsy. They're going to go to Poshmark. They're going to go to Mercari. So this is just a great opportunity for you to save some time, get on multiple platforms, and maybe make some more money. You have to click activate offer for it to go live. So make sure you do that. So go into your messages, go either into Seller Hub on the bottom right, there's announcements, click on it, and then it'll do click activate this offer. Because you don't, if you don't activate that offer, you're not going to get it. So you don't want to be listing 50,000 items and you're not getting them for free. Yeah, that's so, too bad. That would, and I'm sure maybe eBay would retro honor that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. No, they would. I, I they, they, would. they would. Hey, but on the Optimus side, think about that. Like that could be the game changer for eBay right now. Right. And well, remember we actually, we were on a eBay for business podcast, which is maybe dropping this Tuesday or the following Tuesday. But what was one of the things we talked about how we have an advantage right now? Do you remember what we talked about? Um, I, well, I know what we talked about, but I can't remember. remember we have an, well, we have an advantage over Amazon now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the nice things, and, and I'll, I'll give you a good example, right? This car that just got sent to me, right? Um, I just talked to this person through email just like a day or two ago. And this came in the mail today, right? Um, I've been buying things on Amazon Prime and it's taking a week, two weeks, three weeks sometimes for something that's Prime to get to me. And the nice thing is, is more and more people are moving towards or recognizing that they can get things quicker buying on eBay than they can get buying on Amazon, right? So this is a good chance, a good opportunity for you to be the fastest out there to ship quicker than competitors. And maybe you're hurting right now. Maybe you're an Amazon FBA seller and you've, you've been negatively impacted by this. Try to find ways to adapt. Try to find ways to kind of flip the script here and make it so that you are now able to be the fastest shipper. And so then instead of them buying it on Amazon, they're buying it on eBay and you potentially are getting a higher profit margin on the items. You know, make it your own prime, right? Like be faster with shipping than Amazon is right now and you're going to come out ahead. Yeah. So be, and, and the reason I say that I think this is a time that eBay can get ahead, like improve, like PR wise, like sales wise. Like if you think about that, if eBay is flooded, right, with listings, right? And again, there might be some junk ones here and there, but the more items that are on the eBay market, the more profits for eBay, the better it is for all of us all around, right? And so, I truly believe if there's ever a time for eBay to definitely improve, it's going to be these next two months. So I strongly encourage you guys. And right now we, we do have the advantage. Like I've been selling stuff that I was going to send to FBA. And I don't know. I think I saw one listing was like, if I order now, I'd get it like May 1st. Just crazy. All right. Hey, the other thing is, so those, we've talked about stacking cash, right? We've talked about, Hey, if you're, 
needing to, you know, pay your pay your food, pay buy food, pay your utilities and so on. So I don't know if you've noticed, but this is another one. Uh, they're offering you to be able to defer your selling fees for 30 days. Okay. So if you need that and you haven't heard about this, and I think most of you, but if you haven't, you're listening to a podcast because I know not everybody's on social media. And, you know, this is always something I always say, like, I wish eBay had like one voice in social media. Like, like if you followed that, maybe it's eBay for sellers, Instagram account, like, and information gets dropped. But you have until April 10th to put your request in. So I'll read it real quick. It says, if you are an eBay store subscriber and can use help with your payments, please submit your request here by a Friday, April 10th, 1159 Pacific Standard Time. We'll review your request and update your status on the submission page within three business days. Okay. And then it says, if your request is approved, 50% of the covered fees on your current invoice will be deferred until the next billing cycle. And the remaining 50% will be due on the subsequent billing cycle. Please see details on the deferred billing pay, uh, billing hub. So if you're trying to find where this information, again, it's in seller hub on the bottom right and their announcements. Or if you just Google eBay community forum, seller news, you should be able to find it. So hopefully that's helpful uh, to some of you. Uh, when do you pay your eBay store fees? I was wondering. Um, okay, so that would be a question that would go to my wife uh, because she <laughs> she handles the the, the payment on that. But I, I'm pretty sure, and and, and I, I could be very wrong here, uh, but it's just like right away. Like there's like a certain time of the month, like when we do our withdrawal, we just pay the 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 fees. Everything that we've have to pay at that point, we withdraw from PayPal. We pay ourselves, put a certain amount of money in the account, our, our business account. So um, yeah, we, we try and stay on top of it. We don't ever let them build up if we can, because uh, otherwise you can get a false sense of of your profit, right? Like a lot of times, I mean, we talk about that even with, with, with a lot of things when it comes to how much gas you spend, how much time you spend, how much did the item actually cost? How much is it going to cost in shipping? Because you can think you're making money on items and you're not. And one of the ways you can kind of get confused about how much you actually have is when you just look at that, what is it now, 90 day total, mm -hmm. as opposed to what your actual net is off of that. And, 100%. and even figuring out the net isn't just minusing the fees. There's all these other things that get involved in there. So I always suggest pay off the fees as soon as you can. Um, make it a regular time, whether it's like once a month, twice a month, like whenever it is, like just pay everything. That way, then you have a better picture of how much in here is actual profit. And if you're keeping track on a spreadsheet, you can kind of tell uh, without looking at that number, you keep track of it separately. Uh, but it's nice just to have it out and done. And then you know the money you have is money you have. Yeah. So the word of caution too is you're going to still have to pay them. Right. So, but again, if you got to do the four walls, right, this is a way to defer, right? Because this is, you're still stacking cash. Know that you're eventually going to have to pay. Right. But again, we don't know. I mean, eBay, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for eBay, but it's possible that eBay may have to defer more. Like who knows? Right. We don't know. I mean, the, the thing that eBay wants is, it wants people to still keep selling. Yeah. I mean, right. I think there's, 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 there's two things that happen in, in situations like this. And I think I talked about this before, like when there was a big fire in a town that I grew up in. Um, the two big things that happen are one, there are people who genuinely care and they're trying to help people out. Right. Mm -hmm. We see there's, there's altruism all over the place. There's people who are, who are, are willing to say like, okay, like we're going to reduce how much you owe. We're going to do like people are working with people and it's great. The other thing is businesses for publicity reasons, for marketing reasons, kind of have to follow suit, right? So it's like, okay, how much money did Target just donate to this fund? All right, well, we're Walmart and we need to make sure we we donated at least 20% more than that, right? And, and part of it becomes like, we want to make sure that we're showing that we also care. And so um, 
the reality is motives almost don't matter in this situation, right? Like, so whether or not eBay is looking at doing this because it's like, Hey, our motives are, we just want like out of the, the, the bottom of our hearts, we want to help people out. Or if it's like, Hey, we want to make sure as a company, we are still bringing people in and people will trust us. And we look like we're helping people by actually helping people. Motivation actually almost doesn't matter at that point. Right? So, uh, that's one of the benefits again of a free market system is reputation matters. Um, reputation matters a lot. And so people are willing to take losses in the short term in order to have a long-term reputation. And so, you know, capitalize on that if you need to. Again, though, be careful. Um, yeah, keep your four walls. If you can't afford to eat, obviously do what you need to do. But don't think of this as like, hey, I can just have extra money now because you're eventually gonna have to pay the piper, right? So maybe it's worthwhile to pay it now and not defer it because mm-hmm. are you gonna be in a better place 30 days from now? Um, who knows, right? Yeah, agreed. And uh, you know, here's the thing. I really, really, really do believe that eBay is doing a great PR job right now. Hmm. Like, I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, I feel bad, kind of bad. The other day I was trying to sleep in a little bit. And I got these two phone calls from New York. I'm like, who's calling from New York? Like, this is really annoying. And I check it, it's my, my voicemail and it's eBay calling me and asking me, how can we help you as a seller? And maybe some of you got that phone call too, asking like, Hey, how can we do this? Right. And so eBay has done a phenomenal job. You know, we, we get on eBay's case sometimes, but I think right now, and we're going to talk about their competitor who I think is doing a horrendous job about this. And I know we're not a news outlet or we're not pundits, but I am not happy with Amazon right now. You're not happy with Amazon as a FBA seller? As, as an overall, just, uh, just, okay, should we get into that right now? We're going to get into that right now. All right. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. I, I want to know your thoughts. So uh, I'm hearing some comments. <laughs> Big, Dr- Big Drift says, I love when Orlando reads. Also, eBay buyers don't want to purchase cheaper items from China. That is true. There's a stigma attached to it. Yep. That is true. Right. And Amazon, Amazon's taking the hit, but here's what. So we all know, and we talked about this on the last podcast, I believe. Did we talk about how eBay basically said no more non-essential shipments coming in? So for FBA, Unless you're sending in groceries or baby items or health and beauty, and there's a couple other things, like you can't send in items, right? So businesses have crumbled. People have lost overall. People have lost thousands of millions of dollars because of Amazon without warning doing this. And I've I've always known this about Amazon to drop the hammer, but even more so. Then you had Amazon, Jeff Bezos asking for donations to help pay employees. Don't know what that's about. Then the third one is this latest thing that came out was that Amazon was quote unquote unintentionally list uh, unintentionally hiding listings that provided faster shipping from third party sellers. And I'm like, what? What is going on? Like, I knew Amazon was you know it's it's the beast that you gotta you know work out with that you gotta figure things out. But right now, like we've always you know we we watched that. Uh, I'm getting really really worked up about this because I'm really... I know some of you are hurting because what Amazon has done. And we watched Amazon Empire, you know, the rise and reign of Jeff Bezos. And they talked about how they're very customer-centric. I think that's partly true. Right now, I'm finding that they're very Amazon-centric. Because in all of this, in all of this, there has been no consideration for sellers. Right? Unintentional. Uh, come on. Unintentional? Yeah. I mean, to play devil's advocate here, okay. though... Um, thinking, thinking in this situation, like we were just talking about people making altruistic, you know, decisions to try and help people. If 
if Amazon is trying to incentivize people sending in essential items so that people who can't get it because their stores are empty can now get them as opposed to, hey, I'm sorry, we don't have any of the hand sanitizer. We don't have any of this food. We don't have this medication. We don't have these things, but we've got lots of video games, right? Like that's not good for Amazon. And it's also not good for Amazon sellers in the long term, right? Like if Amazon takes a whole bunch of flack for, you know, all they were doing was selling and trying to make a bunch of money as opposed to helping get people. So if you think of it from a marketing perspective, I could see why Amazon's saying, look, we're trying to make sure that customers who need essential things can have them because we're incentivizing third-party sellers to send in only those things. We're not even taking we're taking a, a financial hit by not by not selling all these other things in order to ensure that customers get the things they need when they need it. Then yeah, but then they're what they're doing is they're creating shortages in the stores because then if there's only one avenue that third-party sellers can make money on, and those five. Guess so. If you need to make money and you're a third party seller and you're ungated, guess what? You're going to clear out on shelves. You're going to clear out those essentials. But Amazon already, and, and let's let's be honest. So, like we know as as FBA sellers. I mean, I'm not an FBA seller, but we that do that that FBA thing are kind of selling on Amazon in a way that Amazon unofficially doesn't really intend for it to be used. Right? Like they intend for their the people who are selling to be wholesalers who are getting these things shipped in manufacturers who are getting them. So it's not so much that they're like, I mean, it, those people aren't the ones that, that their policies would hurt because technically those aren't even what their sales are supposed to be, right? Like their sales are supposed to be not somebody walking into a grocery store and buying stuff, but somebody who has uh, the means of producing the things and getting them sent into Amazon. But they make millions millions of a third party sellers and third party like sellers and make like millions off of Amazon. 100%, 100%. But I'm telling you right now like and and then we have this other situation which I I'm very very adamant that right now somebody's coming in on your hat. Sweet Patagonia hat, Mike. Yeah. You got style. Yeah. Orlando uh, Orlando gave this to me as a gift. Yeah, I feel good when somebody writes that because <laughs> it's something I gifted Mike. So all right, thank you. Uh so here's the deal. I'm worried about Amazon supply chain right now. I think Amazon is having major issues. Uh, they are not, they're not speaking about now. There's this whole other situation where a lot of their employees are getting coronavirus in the warehouses. Now, you may, some may see that and go like, oh, that's because Amazon isn't doing a great job about sanitizing. Amazon isn't doing a great job of, you know, Taking care of workers, but here, here's the other side. So, you know, not playing both sides of it. I am playing both sides of it. Is like, if you've if you've caught the news, there have been high government officials that have tested positive for coronavirus right now, right? So, this may have been something that Amazon couldn't prevent, right? No matter how much they sanitize, right? No matter you know if everyone wore gloves, everybody washed their hands constantly, it could have been something that. You know, we've talked and we've seen the news that maybe people had coronavirus for two, three months already and we didn't know about it, right? So I don't know, but I what what I will say is that if these cases keep hitting Amazon, right? Even though they want to hire a hundred thousand employees, they may be in a difficult situation that people aren't gonna go out there and work, right? Because right now we're in the scenario where any news about anything, right, emotions get high. And and people don't want to panic. They want they want to stay away and they want to stay safe. So I encourage you all 
like, hey, I'm still selling on Amazon. I'm still doing FBA. Actually, Amazon on a good side did open up. I don't know if you guys got the message that they are accepting some non-essential goods if, if you can create the shipment. So I'm going to try in this next week, but I strongly encourage you guys to cross post. If you have something on Amazon for Merchant Fulfilled, do it on eBay because what may happen... I mean, somebody said this may be the end of Amazon and who knows? I, I don't... You know, we don't know. But if Amazon keeps getting bad press, we're in this area, this time in the world where like bad press hurts business. What's and the, I guess my thing though would be like, what's the solution for a company like Amazon? Like if they were to say, okay, uh, because, because of coronavirus, we're going to shut down all of our factories, no more shipments going out. Now people who relied on Amazon to get certain things now can't get them. And millions of people are laid off, right? Or we hire a hundred thousand people. We ensure that people who need certain items can get them. Then they get the bad press. Like either way, they're going to get bad press, and and it kind of it, it's kind of a a, a a you know sucky situation. There's not really a great place to be in here. I agree. I, I don't know. I I just I would say myself. I I'm grateful that I remember two months ago I said I'm done with RA. Thank goodness. Because imagine if I had been sourcing for the last month before everything hit and sent all that stuff into FBA, I'd be hurting right now. Like I already have a balance on my credit card, which I have no debt, but now I do because I had all this merchandise that I had sold. I mean, I had purchased, sent it to Amazon and it's in Amazon and you can't, and Amazon is not allowing you to call things back. You can't call things back from the warehouse because they want to focus on everything else. And so just, just something to think about. Just something to think about. All right. Here's the other thing I want to... Man, we're, we're going to be real. Like We're going to be real again. Yeah. Real. So appreciate you guys staying on, all 39 of you, even though we're getting pretty intense here. Uh, um, hey, if you have any questions, let us know in the comments. I think a lot of you are kind of just trying to figure out what's going on. So I've noticed lately that uh, cancel culture has come to reselling. So and this is what I mean. So I know a lot of you have been getting messages like you're price gouging. And it could be not even like hand sanitizer or face mask. It could be like a board game. Right. And so I would say, you know, we just I'm not I, I'm not telling you to adjust prices, right? We're very big believers in the price in 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 uh the free market. But at the same time, I wanna I wanna let people know like be kind to other resellers in the community. I know I sound like like Gary Vee or something. Be kind. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. We've had good friends that have been on our channel that have just been lambasted for selling stuff that they had in their inventory for a long time. Right. And now that everybody's looking for certain things, like it's selling through. Right. And we have other resellers that, you know, are just asking innocent questions like, hey, is it okay to sell? And people are like, how dare you? But you think like not everybody knows. Some people have had certain items that are essentials now that have been part of what they've always done. Right. So I want to be careful. I, I've even noticed in my own, uh, you have the Nextdoor app at all on your phone? No. So Nextdoor app is an app where people in the community, it's kind of like thing like Facebook, but it's like within your neighborhood. Right. So only if you're in the neighborhood, are you in that next door, uh, whatever group. So people like, for instance, I've seen some that are selling homemade hand sanitizer. And they're, you know, they have the, the, the ability to do it and they know how to make them. And they're trying to sell them for like a small margin of a profit. They're using, you know, basic items and maybe a little different. Man, those people are getting 
slammed. Yeah, and I'll give you an example too, because I, I think that next app is something similar. There's in the, the little community we live in, we've got a big store, right? Like a couple couple of grocery stores that are bigger chain grocery stores. And then we've got like little tiny market that's like the size of like, I don't know, like a 7-Eleven, right? Like it's not a big market. And this market was the only store in town that had milk and then selling milk for like $4 a gallon instead of $3 a gallon, right? And there's a lot of people who are really upset and saying like this store is price gouging and people are like like refusing to go into this store. But the reality is because they're such a small store, they probably can't even buy the inventory for the same prices that the big stores are getting. And I think their prices have always been higher, right? So like, you've got to remember that too. Like the price to sell something at Walmart is very different than the price to sell it if you're a mom and pop shop because your overhead is is different. The uh, the amount of, of, of profit you need to make in order to make it worthwhile, all of those things changes. And so it's difficult to, to, to label something like this is for sure price gouging. And so I think, I think the the point is be careful with with accusing people because you never know when it's it's going to be the time when you do something innocently or maybe with great motives and it gets seen the wrong way and next thing you know you're the one that's under attack. Yeah, I think you said it well. I mean, I just wanted to, you know, we have kind of a platform now and we care I deeply care about the reselling community and I just I don't like seeing people that are just innocently selling stuff that they've had, or even in the community, in your own neighborhood that, you know, they're trying to do a good thing, but they're also trying to help out their family. Like that's what the free market's about, right? We want that to continue because guess what? This poor innocent lady I saw in the next door app that got slammed. She might go, you know what? I'm just not going to do this. And then there's a whole lot of people that aren't going to have access to hand sanitizer. Me being one of them. I have no hand sanitizer. I mean, I'm eyeing up Mike's Purell right now. There's a bolo right there, but uh, yeah, get some of this. Yeah. Here's our here's Get our some P- of that good here's stuff our right PSA there. if you're listening to podcasts we're uh we're sanitizing our hands right now, so yeah, all right. So hey, there's some hey, somebody said uh Amy Marnette said uh, eBay added tampons to the restricted items. I've heard that. I have heard I've heard that all, the essential items keeps growing uh, because there's a shortage out there. So but it, this isn't just essential. This is restricted <laughs> items, right? Restricted, yeah. Which which is kind of a bummer because again, if you if that's if that's how you made your money, right? If that's the mm-hmm. thing, the items you sold, or if that's how you were used to purchasing. Now imagine you're the you're the the person at home who doesn't want to go to the grocery store. You don't want to go to the store and you're used to like, well, I could just go on to Amazon or eBay to buy these things. Well, I can't buy it because even if it's a 15, 20% markup from what I'd have to pay at the store, it's considered price gouging. So now nobody's allowed to sell it. Now I can't get this item. Now I have to go to the store and hopefully they have it. Maybe they don't have it at the store. And if they, even if they do, now I'm contact with people. So like, I think there's a place where there's a fine line. Like there's the line where every single item gets bought at stores, people hoard it. And then they create a false sense of, of, of a scarcity when there's not really scarcity and they charge too much. That though, I think is being assumed that that's what's happening across the board with every type of item. When in reality, allowing people to sell certain things, allowing everybody that has access to things to sell them would actually help in the long run, right? Like imagine if you've got extra, you've got extra toilet paper in your house. And you're like, hey, like I, I got an extra couple of rolls. This person on the street needs some. We'll make a trade or something. Well, are, are you allowed to do that? Like, is that okay? Is it like, if you've got it, is it better to hoard it and say, well, like I'm not allowed to sell or trade this stuff. I have to keep it. And I can't put it on eBay. You know, so it's, it's tough. There's a, there's a fine line. And I think people get very emotional about things. So you got to be careful with um, how you do it. But I think just the ultimate, like none at all, I think we'd actually see fewer people being able to get the things they need. 100%. And the last thing I'll say about this is that let's all just focus on our own businesses. 
right? If there's ever a time for us to have reflection on what we're doing, it's now. Like we have time. We have plenty of time. I know some of us have less time than others, right? Because we have family and some of us are full-time educators now at home and da-da-da. But there's ever a time, right? Right now. Like you can figure out your inventory, you can figure out your prices, right? Instead of, you know, saying, oh, this person's doing this, this person's that, like just focus on your own business. So anyways, all right. Hey, let me know if you have questions. Uh, hopefully that wasn't too real. Uh, somebody, some of them are saying we're you're pouring pure gold with that pure oil right there. Yeah. So that was nice. That felt nice. That was, that was like the first time in like two weeks. That, like that. Like I've the, had the, the feel the of hands. Like cold feeling yes. as it evaporates. Like yeah. I, I'm good now. I'm good. All right. So that is our reseller type. By the way, if you have questions, let us know. Uh, any, anything you want to ask, but I think we're ready for our next segment. Hopefully. And then we're doing things a little different. I know it's an update episode, but we're not doing bolos this week. Yeah, no bolos. Instead, we're we going to be doing... doing... Come on, hustlers. It's the freaking hustle of the week. Yeah. A little bit of feedback there, but there we go. Um, everybody says I need to add a, a few seconds to the end of that. Uh, the reason I didn't add more time to the end of oh, that... Really people saying that? Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people say, like, you need to add a little bit more time to the end of the song for the jam. Like, I know, I even cut it, like, a beat too early. Um, and and part of it is because um, I don't own the copyright to that song. <laughs> so um, I don't even know what the fair use rights are. I think I'd be okay going another few seconds. Like I'm not like full on playing the song. Uh, but, you know, I'm just trying to be careful there. But it is that time, the hustle of the week. Uh, so here we go. Oh, somebody said, when are we going to make another... Uh, when are we going to make another rap song? I know. Alana and I were actually just talking about it's that. so funny you said that. Like Mike actually brought that up yesterday. Was it yesterday ago we were talking about that? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe sooner, maybe that is the sign for us to make it happen. Yeah, that's right. And somebody said, just make a beat. Um, make 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 some more. Uh, how about this? Uh, I, yeah. Uh, I would say if we have any listeners, I'm sure of our of our all of our listeners, we've got to have some people who like are good with graphics, some people who are good with music. If you ever want to like, make some some i hate calling it fan art right but like if you want to make some like pure hustle podcast stuff like we talked about like the duck decoy like memes or something send them our way if you want to make a little beat like that the the bolo sound came from somebody just calling in with some soundboard effects and i just added music to it so we would love just send in your stuff email us uh phone call us would be great i'd love to have you guys are way smarter than we are so the more you guys uh help the show the better the show is going to be so uh without further ado here comes hustle of the week so our first one uh, uh, comes from Mick O'Leary. Mike. Is it Mike? Mike O'Leary. Mike O'Leary. And he's actually on the live in there. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There. What's up? So, um, Instagram handle at MyKFlips. Mike Flips. It is. It's Mike Flips. Okay. So, but it's spelled M-Y-K Flips. Correct. So, spotted a set of panda plates at a store that shall not be named. Dun, dun, dun. Decided to check the numbers on it. Turned over the plate to see it was a one. Ooh. Saw high comps on eBay, but none for sale. Sold to someone in China using a reshipper in Delaware. Paid six fifty and sold for five hundred and forty-five dollars plus shipping. M- Mike, for a plate? No, it was a set of plates, six plates. Yeah, but panda forty-five dollars plates. That's amazing. And you I'm found so proud of you. one, like one of a limited amount, right? And here's the other thing: I did want to talk about this. So, Mike, thank you so much. That is an awesome, like. I, you know, I have actually, I have sets of dishes in my storage unit that I haven't listed. They're just sitting there. But you, not only did you notice the plates, you researched them, you found, and here's the other thing. Notice that comps, right? That there was a lot listed. 
right? And that there's a lot, but there was more sold than listed. And so it was definitely worth it to him. But what I like is that you mentioned that you sent it to a reshipper in Delaware. So sometimes, have you ever gotten that where somebody's like, hey, can you ship it? Like they'll buy it and you'll ship it, but they'll ask you to put like the transaction number or something on top of it. Have you ever had anybody ask you to do uh, that? I think once or twice um, in the past, like when I first started reselling and I just assumed it was like drop shippers. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I've specifically understood it to be a, a reshipper. Okay. Okay. So if that happens, usually if you look, it's, oh, there you go. Hey, Mike, how's it going? So psyched to get highlighted. Yeah. yeah. So when, whenever that's Straight a scenario, hustle. it's it's like the middleman, right? And and that happens too when things go to Canada and go to the Mexico. And so I, I would say if you get those, those are actually better than just having a direct sale outside of eBay global shipping. Because usually, like, I don't think I've ever had a return. So if you ever think something sketchy, it's like somebody from China, but then the shipping is in state, it's because it's a reshipper. So something to be aware of. So thank you so much, Michael Leary, IG handle Mike Flips on Instagram. That was a definitely nice hustle of the week. Legit. All right. So I have Rife. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I'm sorry, Ralph, if you're watching this. So we know Ralph. We make and then. Rife. <laughs> no, no. So just like our new thing is, we're just going to purposely mispronounce every name that we pronounce on here. That way, no matter what, it's fine. There you go. We just do it on purpose. We'll just be we'll just be obnoxious with how we mispronounce names, and and then no, nobody will be offended because it's just our thing. See, I think somebody's listening to the podcast. I just got a super low ball offer on a ring splinter shirt. Ah, they're I, like they're I, testing you out. I actually countered on it though. Ooh, you're not even being. You're not, I didn't take Where's my own advice. No, it's not about it. You got to You got to hold to this your, is, your, I your know this is a hundred dollar shirt. And I know that, that people are, that are still okay right now are going to buy this shirt. So yeah. All right. Anyways. Um, so Ralph, we met him at eBay open. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you remember, we met a lot of people at eBay open. I remember Ralph cause we've talked in the DMs a lot. So Ralph, IG handle the thrift depot found a taped up box of maybe this, this is one that Mike should read. A 1990 Hero Quest board game. Nice. At the Salvation Army for $4.99. See, and here's the thing I don't look at board games. So now I'm like, I need to go check this out. No, you could stay away from board games. It's fine. Well, I the other day I had to, up. I had the, an office board game and I had to like set it up. And I'm like, this is a lot of work, but it was kind of cool. I kind of enjoyed it. So Ralph found the 1990 Hero Quest board game at Salvation Army for $4.99. <laughs> He spends seven minutes carefully removing the tape and the price sticker on it. Yeah. So I get scared sometimes. You ever do that? Heat gun. Sometimes, sometimes. And then he listed it. It sold in 14 hours for $249.99 yeah. per ship. Yeah. That is legit. I'm telling you, man. Um, guys, keep sleeping on board games, please. Just sleep on <laughs> the board games. Sleeping. Just leave them for me. The anti-bolo. I'll, I'll pick them up. It's fine. Hey, Mike was kind enough to say my name is my fault. <laughs> no, it, it, hey, listen, Mike's an English teacher. I'm a history teacher. We know better. So, yeah, congrats, Ralph. Thank you so much. The Thrift Depot on Instagram. What a game. Yeah. What a sale. That's good. All right, next one. All right. So, next one comes from Alex. IGR. It's Alex. Ali. Alex, <laughs> just stop. Uh, Instagram handle at flip for more. Uh, this is one of our repeat hustle of the week. Uh, so went to the store that should not be named. Dun dun dun. I need to have a uh, a sound effect for that one. And store then that should not be named. 
that needs we to should. be a, a good we sound should. effect that just runs. I uh, found a book on the top I shelf. It. it says Bach. Mm-hmm. Found a Bach on the top shelf. Decided to check out comps. Recognized his book had an autograph. Ooh, also saw more solds than listed. It's always a good That's sign. That's a great sign. Always a great Many sign. books were signed to someone. Uh, this just had the signature and date. So decided to list for more. Listed high. Even sent an offer of um, $600. No one accepted. Ended up eventually selling for full price. Let's rewind that. Sent offers of 600 and no one accepted. A dollar. A book that he... Oh, we didn't... Uh, you didn't say that yet. But yeah, he paid a dollar for this book. That's crazy. So... Um, and, and the nice thing was it wasn't signed to anybody in particular. It was just like a generic signature. So you can always add your name on top of it. Like you could add, like, it's like a blank check, right? Like <laughs> if it's just a signature, you could be like oh, to my favorite person in the whole world. Um, so ended up selling it for full price. So sold a sled driver flying the world's fastest jet, a uh, commemorative signed book by Brian Scholl. Picked it up for a dollar, sold it for $925. That's a good book Ooh. find. That's amazing. I'm I'm gonna be looking for that book. Um, next time I go to the stores, like I'm that's that's a new grail item for me is a autographed um Brian Schul. Yeah. Sled driver flying the world's fastest jet commemorative book. Yep. So everybody that's Bolo, Bolo look out. You never know, you might find it. There you go. But uh, hey, somebody says I know that guy. See, smoke a lot, knows that guy. So you there. know Brian Schul? Or do you know well, uh he know uh, I mean uh, or, or do you know? Uh, do you know Alex? Uh, Flip Alex Flip oh, from okay. Alex. They're the he's the one that they played our hustle of the week in the warehouse, so everybody nice. would hear it. So, anyways, nice work. And by the way, he sent us a nice note. He said, "Hey, thank you guys so much." He was actually able to move to a bigger place for his family because of reselling, yeah. uh, and and he gave us a little bit of credit on the for the podcast. So yeah, that's awesome. So thank you. Hey, speaking of that, if you haven't yet, follow us on social media. We are Pierce of Podcast on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Show us a little love on TikTok. You know, I've said this to you. Every time we post on TikTok, we lose followers. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's a reverse algorithm. I know I'm cringe, but I'm trying to help people out, you know? We also are Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter, uh, on on YouTube. We are Pure Hustle Podcast. So if you're listening to a podcast, catch us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, we're almost at 3,300 subscribers. So yeah. we're, we're grateful for, for each one of you. And what's the... Oh, we also want to say thank you for the reviews that have been coming in. Wait, real quick. I want to see if somebody declined. Did they decline my off? Oh, no. Something so while Orlando's over there working... No, something um, something that I just sourced online is being shipped to me. So I'm happy about exciting. that. See, so online sourcing, man. Do it. There you do go. You All right. So, hey, I want to read some of the latest reviews because reviews are super helpful for us. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't left us a review on um, iTunes, like that is like the number one way the podcast podcasts get out there. Um, obviously, you guys are watching on YouTube right now if you're on the live. Uh, but it, podcast, the, the, the way the algorithm works is the more iTunes, like iTunes is the powerhouse in, in podcast. So the more reviews we have there, the higher up we are in the search. So when people just type in like, reselling podcast uh we want we hope that people be connected to the PRS podcast community because you guys are so great being a part we want them those people who look to find the next live we have so they can be in this chat with you guys so um please leave us a review if you haven't done so yet you don't even have to type anything just the the all five stars you know that's mandatory no i'm just kidding um but uh if you do type something we read all of them and it, it really is the reason why Orlando and i keep doing what we're doing uh, is because of, of the reviews and the comments that we get are so helpful and, and encouraging. So. 100%. So let me read the last two. 
Uh, let's go really quick. So Tiz07 said, not only great information that almost anyone can adapt to the reselling business or side hustle, but these guys always keep it entertaining as well. <laughs> great nuggets of info in every episode. This podcast is also great because they keep it real and cover the more difficult subjects, which encourages me when my sales are down. Keep it up, guys. Well, thanks so much. Tiz, mm-hmm. really appreciate that. And from Rebubbles with the Z at the end, thank you guys for all your hard work. So we really appreciate that. I mean, especially right now, reviews are really helpful because I don't know if you guys have noticed and you've heard other content creators, like everybody's trying to create content, I think, right? Because, you know, we have more time on our hands, I guess. I don't know. For us, it's hard. Hmm. But uh, but views are down. Listens are down. So anytime you can help us out with reviews and, and that'll boost us up in the algorithm, it'll get us more listens and it'll help us keep doing what we're doing. So... Thank you guys so much for that. Really appreciate it. And thank you for the love on right now in the comments. Yeah. I'm really grateful for that. All right. Do you have a hustle of the week you'd like um, to share? Okay. Yeah. So I've got, I've got um, two quick ones because I don't have like huge, big, I, I didn't, I didn't buy something for a dollar and sell it for almost a thousand. Uh, but uh, kind of going even with like a bolo idea. So we talked earlier about board games and DVDs, right? So two quick ones that I had, um, I had bought a, back, I think when I first started reselling, I bought, uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock's like collection is an eight DVD set. I paid a dollar for it. And it was cool because I watched them all. I was teaching video uh, at the time, and so I was able to find some 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 clips and some shots from this. So I was able to watch all these old Alfred Hitchcock movies. Um, and then I was like, all right, so I'm going to list this, and I listed it. You know, not super high, but you know, for like thirty bucks or something like that. Um, and it had a few watchers, a few things like that. And I've noticed that these things have been starting to sell. So I've had that sell. A couple of other recent um, like DVD sets have sold. Uh, some book sets have sold. So now's the time. If you've got DVD sets, you've already watched them. I mean, this might be the time. If you can't source and you've got like Heroes seasons one through whatever, now Heroes. might be the time. It's you such know, an old show. Right? But like if it's not on Netflix, and I don't know whether or not Heroes is, but people might be like binge watching shows. And and let's be honest, like if you have a Netflix subscription or you have a Disney plus, it's super exciting when you first get it. But then eventually you're just scrolling through hundreds of videos. You're like, don't want to watch it. Don't want to watch it. So it might be the time to get those things listed. And then another quick one, I had a board game sell. Um, it's a Terra Mystica board game. Uh, it's a, an offshoot. It's called Gaia Project. Um, and it is, I, I can't even remember what the buy price on it was. I probably got it for like five bucks, something like that. And I sold it for $80 plus shipping. Um, and and that's just one of like five board games I've sold this week for you know close to a hundred dollars. So uh, now's the time if you are interested in getting into board games or DVDs or you've got them sitting around. Like even used ones will sell. So if there's a board game you're like, I'm not playing this one, but I would like another one, just sell what you have. Look in your closet. You never know. Now if it's Connect Four or Uno, probably not going to get very much. Um, but now might be the time to find out about these more exciting board games. You could start a hobby too. All right, so. Mine isn't. I usually like to bring in a home run for Hustle Week or a haul, a garage sale haul, or like I don't have any of that. But here's what I've noticed. So I have like I've talked about this inventory on top of my kitchen cabinets, right? And I have a lot of Amazon like rejects. So meaning that I bought it, I was gonna send it into Amazon, and then I'm gated. Or you know these returns that come in from Amazon, right? Or it's something that I had on Amazon, and then Amazon pulled the listing. And I'm grateful that all that happened because what I'm finding is that like pretty much all those items I am selling within 24 hours, right? So I'll give you an example. And we and these are all bolos. So I'm just gonna, I mean, I I, I shared this on the live the other day with Hugo from Sell Quick Ship Quick on Instagram. But you know, I had uh handheld 
word search game sold for 20 bucks. I had a Ravensburger puzzle that sold for 25 bucks. I have a Duplo Lego set that sold for $40, about $40 plus shipping. I have a HDMI converter composite that sold for 15. I Spy's game for 15. Uh, Funko Pop Dobby, 40 bucks. And you know, it's like it goes on. I can go on and on and on. And so I've had, oh, there's the other one. I had these. This is this is an interesting one. This was a Cloud B dual track voice over recording personalized Mickey, mimicking monkey. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna try to put the picture on YouTube. So so we're doing a what's sold right now. <laughs> so uh, no, but look look at this thing. Is it this way? This way? This way? Just put it at the camera. All right. So this thing. Okay. Can I? There you go. That thing. Right. So I have sold three of these in the last two weeks. I bought these like two years ago. For like about five bucks a piece at Goodwill. Store that shall not be named. <gasps> Sorry, I had to autocorrect there. And, and they, they're selling for 40 plus dollars each to people internationally through global shipping. I don't know why, but I encourage you guys list everything you have. You may be concerned and think the market's down and sales are slow. But right now, you know, here's the thing. I wanted to give advice about like, hey, here's what's selling right now. This is kind of why I decided not to do Bolo. Because we really don't know what bolos are right now because all kinds of randomness is selling, right? So if that's the case, get your stuff listed. All right. So that is that is our hustle of the week. Yeah. All right. Hey, let us know if you have any questions below. Um, what are you looking for here, Mike? Um, what are you looking forward to? Okay. So uh, I'm looking forward to my cold being gone, right? Me too. That's, uh, no. I feel bad for Orlando. I, I'm like telling him like, I, I would literally like taking temperature checks. Like, look, I'm good. I'm good. There's no fever. Um, but I, I, look, I think I do that like three times a day, but I'm, I'm looking forward to um, not having this cold anymore because, um, you know, to be honest, I, I, I worry that I'm going to get the quarantine 15, right? Like where I'm going to gain 15 pounds. Quarantine just, 15. just sitting around talking about quarantine, like 15 days straight quarantine 15. I'm just going to be eating. I'm kind of just like, lazy. I don't feel like exercising. Uh, and what I'm really looking forward to is as of tonight, as of 4 p.m. today, I'm officially on my spring break. So I've got a week off from school where I don't have to teach online. I don't have to worry about making curriculum. I don't have to worry about the the communicating with the students and the parents. And so if I can get this cold gone and we've got our five second rule part two coming up on Monday, level up releasing. Um, I want to really start implementing some of the things that I know I should be doing. Like she talks about in the book, we, we always know what we need to do. It's actually doing it. That's hard. So I want to get out and, and even with social distancing, my gym is closed, but you know, I can go out on a run. I can get on my bike and ride. I can go do some pushups. By the way, that is a bowl of workout equipment, right? Oh, now. Yeah, yeah, Indoor stuff. Sure. If you can, if you get your hands on some stuff. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm just super excited to, to, enjoy a week, um, where I can kind of get back on track, implement the five second rule, um, kind of have some time away from school, get some things done around the office, get some of my, my listings, you know, fixed, go through some death piles. And the big, the icing on the cake is on Sunday. Um, my son is going to be going to my grandparents' house for the evening. And so I get a date night with my wife Good and it's been, it's been uh, a while since we've had like just me and her, you know, for, for an evening. And even though we can't go out and do anything, it's just, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a great way to start my spring brick what about you what are you looking for become to? a marriage podcast <laughs> revitalize your marriage yeah all right so uh somebody okay a few comments somebody said do you check your temperature three times a day uh i mean i was being facetious a little bit there has been though 
uh, you know, I, I do check my kids. You know what this has made me grateful for is all my senses, right? Because the latest thing you've heard about, like you may lose your sense of smell or taste. So whenever I eat something, I'm like, that tastes really good. I, and it tastes even better. Like as you're eating it, you're like Corona free. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Like the, the, you, the situations like this make you very grateful for a lot of things, yeah, right? Yeah. For your health, for the food that you eat, for the bills that you're able to pay, for the reselling community. A lot of things. So what am I looking forward to? I am looking forward to just the more of the treasure that I'm going to find in my own house. That sounds really terrible, but I don't know. I, I'm not a hoarder. I promise you, like maybe one day I'll do an IG live and I'll take it. It'll be like MTV house, like cribs, Orlando condo edition. See, what he's going to do is he's going to, he's going to do an Insta live. And he's like, all right, I got a death pile here and he's going to open up the tote and there's going to be like spider webs and cobwebs and like a layer of dirt, like this thick. He's going to blow it and it's going to block out. Not the even close. And he's going to be like, no. oh, all right, here's a whole bunch of stuff. My house is the cleanest it's ever been right now. Cause I've had nothing but time to organize and clean and, and make things right. So, so I'm looking forward to that. And then, uh, you know, I am going to try to source online. Uh, and, you know, one thing I am doing with uh, my items that I'm sourcing, uh, you know, I'm making sure that number one, you know, I'll, I always check the areas. I'm not saying maybe I'm being paranoid here, but always check the areas where you're sourcing from. And, you know, always, you know, if you want to Lysol that thing or wipe it down, you can do that, too. Um, but, you know, do you know, like none of the studies right now have said anything that it, there's nothing adverse to selling on like shipping things back and forth. Yeah. I mean, the from what I saw and, and not to cause panic, but no, I, we I, don't want to do I, that. I did see that, um, you know, uh, the virus can live for like up to 48 hours on cardboard, but um, that's under like optimal conditions. And and of course, you know, as long as you're practicing safety, we all just have to do what we can do. And you can't live in fear. Uh, you got to take the proper pr precautions and just, you know, recognize that that this is going to be what it's going to be. You can't change what you can't change. You can only do what you can do, right? So wash your hands, socialize on the internet, use social media, uh, keep checking out Piero's podcast. We'll be your friends in your in your ear holes and your ocular sockets. Ocular and, uh, sockets. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. So, all right. <laughs> so, like said, maybe a ghost pepper can help you remember you're alive. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be remembered that well. So, ghost. Oh man, a ghost pepper right now. Ooh, that would be intense. So, so yeah. So I'm looking. Maybe for, clear my sinuses. There you go. But hey, I am getting my life back in my place because as I'm listing things, I'm organizing it and I'm putting it into my storage unit, into uh, other areas, and so my place is going to be inventory free here pretty soon. So maybe I'll be able to have people over and stuff. So, you know, it, it'll, it'll be great. So anyways, I know I'm not the only one. Like, I think if there's ever been a time when we've all had to self-reflect and recognize that we truly have sourced more than we can handle, it's right now. I only know certain resellers that have said we were team no death pile. Like Cindy, amazing taste store. Like she actually said, like when things went down, they didn't know what to do because they had no inventory. But she made a way. She made it happen. And they're they're making it, right? So this is an encouragement to all of you that regardless of what's taking place, right? We're all true hustlers. We can definitely make it happen. We can find that inventory. We can list it. We can make sales. And we can make it through this. And let's just yeah. keep upholding each other, yeah. supporting each other. Yeah. 
And with that being said, we're going to end this podcast. So make sure to be real, be relevant, and be reselling. Thank you, everyone, for being on the live. Appreciate it. Love every single one of you. Late. Mm-hmm.